Hello, podcast listeners. You've reached This Marketing Life, and I'm your host, Fiona McEachran. This Marketing Life is the podcast that discusses the real-world challenges and opportunities facing today's marketing manager. If you like what you hear, please leave a review on iTunes and visit thismarketinglife.com to subscribe to future episodes and cool marketing management goodies. And if you have any questions about marketing management, please contact me. As part of the 2020 crisis series of This Marketing Life, I am chatting with Akshay Sardana, Acquisition Marketing Manager at Optus and winner of AMI's 2019 Future Leader of the Year. At Optus, Akshay is responsible for development, review and implementation of an integrated marketing strategy with a focus on consumer consideration and acquisition. As an engineer turned marketer, Akshay is passionate about technology and its life-changing possibilities and has spent the last eight years working with the world's leading brands, including Huawei and Asus. Today, we are chatting about marketing leadership in a time of lockdown and crisis. Welcome to the show, Akshay. Thanks, Fiona. Um, Pleasure. Thanks for having me. I'm so glad you could join me. This is uh, an unusual time, isn't it? It sure is. And, and you know, um, you sort of mentioned in my intro that I've been passionate about technology and leadership. And I feel, you know, challenging times like these, um, you know, is, is, is an interesting time to see how leaders around the world, not just from a marketing and technology perspective, but global government leaders, react to a situation like this. So, so I think um, it, it is a challenging time and, and it's, testing true character uh, and, and. Oh my goodness, it totally is. I mean, there is such a spotlight on leadership this year. It's like during this crisis, like everyone is so thirsty for it. Everyone is just looking for someone to lead us and someone to show us the way and to tell us everything's going to be okay. Absolutely. I think, you know, brands and leaders around the world are no strangers to crisis management, but I think the the global scale of COVID-19 has been a first for all of us. And you know, it's going to be a new benchmark uh, in terms of leadership qualities around people who can really instill, I guess, calmness and composure and, and transparency. Absolutely. Um, so, I mean, how, how, how are you doing? How are, how are you going through this crisis and, and how, is, how is everything going at work? I mean, what's, up, what's yeah, happening? Look, I'm, I'm doing well. Um, personally, it has been an interesting few weeks. Um, you know, trying to balance work life at home. Um, to be on, oh, to be honest, I found the first few weeks easier. Unlike most people, um, as it was oh, a really? change in routine for me with having more time at home. Um, but I'm not going to lie. I'm uh, not going to lie. Now I'm starting to get cabin fever. <laughs> like most yes, of us, and, you know, I've, I've managed to enhance some of my skill sets, like binge watching multiple shows in a day. To <laughs> That's a, a very important <laughs> to, skill. To beating my wife at Uno. So, you know, we, we're still <laughs> still learning new board games, I guess. Um, but finding finding creative ways to absolutely. pass the time. But on a serious note, um, I found myself um, sort of connecting with friends and family that I've lost touch with um, over the years, which has which has been good. True. Um, and from a, from a professional perspective, uh, you know, I'm fortunate enough to be part of a business that's considered 
an essential service at this at this time and so it's been very yeah, so it's been it's been a busy uh, time navigating disruption in our ways of working but also ensuring that you know we do our part in in ensuring that Australians are are connected absolutely um i i you guys are at the forefront of that definitely i mean i guess as yeah, as acquisition marketing manager, I mean, obviously you were on a trajectory for 2020 and then this crisis came along. I mean, how has this impacted your strategy and, and what's been happening in your role? Yeah, look, as for most businesses around the world, our goals over the last few weeks have, have changed and uh, they've pivoted, but they've been really simple. Um, and, you know, they've been twofold. First, we really want to reassure our customers that we are here to help and support. Um, and then the second one being making sure that we keep Australians connected. Um, and, wow. you know, we've always known we play a really important role in the daily lives of Australians, but this crisis has really elevated that for us. Um, you know, what we've, what we've, what we've seen is everyone relying on our network to stay connected, friends and family, learning from home, working from home. And so we've sort of adjusted our focus to, to ensure that we keep everyone connected. Amazing, amazing. No, I guess there's been no manual on how to work and live and and do marketing through such a global crisis when so many industries are shut down and everybody is in high anxiety and there's this health crisis and this threat of the health health crisis. It's um yeah, there's no manual to show us the way through. We're kind of just figuring things out and doubling down, like you said, on the simple things like reassuring customers and keeping everybody connected you focus on those two things uh as priority and you'll you'll get absolutely i think we're writing the playbook uh as we go uh and that's going to sort of be um the new normal as people have been saying um and from from an acquisition and comms perspective you know for for us we've been really keen to understand new customer needs and how they've evolved uh given current climate and and for example, you know, mm. connectivity being being a key focus, learning from home. Oh my goodness! Yeah, I mean, everyone is now uh, realizing what kind of connection they have at home. A lot of people are relying on their mobile data exactly. now, exactly. and 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 whether their their plans can, you know, if the uh, if the beloved NBN is not <laughs> up to scratch for all these video calls. Yeah, that's a that's a whole nother conversation. Um, that that if we need to rely on our mobiles and we need to be connected, we need to get those that data or make those calls that that everything's going to work just so we can keep Absolutely. going. Absolutely, and you know, around connectivity, we have seen a shift in in consumer behavior around uh, demand for products like tablets and iPad and home internet really spike up. Given you know, kids are learning from home and parents are working from home, so we have sort of adjusted our focus oh, accordingly as well. Of course, yeah. With uh, with all the kids uh, being at home and and doing online learning, of course, they need to have access to really tablets and stuff as well. Absolutely, and another key sort of important thing around around our customers and audiences at this time is for brands to continue building audiences. Um, I think a lot of brands might think that this is a time to pull back on investment and. Um, well, they exactly. are exactly, and 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 you know, to an extent, it makes sense because you really want to focus on your core business operations and make sure that you're yes. in a sustainable place um, after after all all things go back to normal. But essentially, um, from a marketing perspective, um, I genuinely believe the focus should be on building audiences through content and and brand messaging. You know, a recent 
great time. I mean, despite everything that's going on, it is a great time to double down on who your audience really exactly. is. Exactly. And, you know, some of the recent reports have shown that people are spending way more time, around, I think around 66% more time on social media. So if you have the, if you have the right wow. content, you, you have a really captive audience there. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, you have You've been recognized as a marketing leader. You understand marketing and leadership and what it takes. I mean, overall, I mean, what do you think this crisis in this pandemic has revealed about the state of marketing leadership this year? Yeah, look, I think, again, it's, it's really interesting to observe how different leaders around the world have reacted to this situation. Um, for me, the crisis yes. hasn't just united people and countries, but it has actually brought brand, brands together. A lot of different brands are, are, you know, collaborating. A good example is Apple and Google working on, on a contact tracing technology together and, you know, being the top two competitors in the world for them to collaborate on something that's solving a customer pain point and need is, is great to see. Um, yeah, I mean, it's true. And normally they're going head to head at each other, but I think it's now, it's like, uh, you know, weapons down, let's, let's see how we can we can help each other and, and get through this. And how can our brands exactly. benefit? Exactly. And, and I think, again, the situation has really challenged uh, marketing leadership to be clear on what the brand stands for and, and to show customers that either by, you know, to your point, either providing a creative solution to a problem or simply doing a good gesture to help the community. Um, so, yes. so I think if, if I had to summarize what I think key leadership qualities have stood out, I think, the need for decisiveness um, and decision making, as well as you know, nimbleness around reacting to a, a situation that's sort of changing on a daily basis, I think are, is is key. Yeah, I mean, those being decisive, uh, being uh, confident, I think, in your decision making. I mean, how how do you get that as as a marketing leader? Because obviously, is it just something you're born with? You're just born decisive, or is it something that you learn in your career? I'm, I'm a genuine believer that you you build those skill sets over time. I think experience and you know us all of us going through situations like these uh, is going to make us stronger, uh, better better decision makers, uh, resilient, resilient for sure. And I think it's situations like these and and you know decisions that we make on a daily basis in our respective fields of work that sort of um, help us be better at, at approaching similar situations uh, moving forward. So, so I genuinely think these are, these are mm. skills that, that people develop. Obviously, there are certain uh, gifted individuals that are born, born with a True. lot of resilience, uh, calmness, and the way they approach the situation. So that's obviously an advantage um, for, for leadership. No, absolutely. I mean, in terms of, uh, you know, using those qualities in your role, I mean, what kind of time frame do you think marketing leaders are dealing with now in terms of making these decisions and making these pivots? I think, and speaking from personal experience, what is essential is a framework for rapid decision-making. Um, I think given, given current climate, it's more important to make a decision um, with speed over precision. And, and that's important. And it's also important to constantly evaluate um, how things are going on a daily basis. You know, and a good, good example. Wow. I guess that's changing daily. Things are, right? And, and a good example is we do daily check-ins as a team, uh, which is less about talking 
of, of work and what we're doing at work, but more about how you're feeling. And I think that is so important to understand how people feel on a daily basis and whether they have the right motivation uh, to, you know, to come to work or to stay and spend time with family and, and do what's needed. Sounds like EQ, emotional Absolutely. I'm really passionate about that subject. Yeah, I've, I've, I've seen that it's kind of seems to be the number one thing that the most effective and respected and decisive leaders have is they just have this ability to tap into this level of EQ, this level of sometimes it's not just pushing people for productivity, it's, it's displaying empathy and it's, and it's looking at different ways of collaborating and just being understanding on a whole different level and not 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 so consciously but it is almost subconscious i i couldn't agree more i think empathy is a word that's that's been used a lot um these days but it is for sure the most important quality i would say not just for leaders but i think for everyone it's just so important for all of mm. us to be a little more patient and a little more understanding of the impact the crisis might have on, on individuals and on teams. Yeah, I mean, we've seen some interesting responses from brands uh, in Australia in response to the crisis. I mean, you know, not, not just Optus and Telstra, but Woolies and Coles have kind of been on the front foot of getting the right messaging out there and, and managing things. And then we've seen some brands struggle, I guess, like cruise ships, um, who 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 are who haven't been or or certain travel businesses or you know even Virgin and and these travel businesses that haven't been prepared really to deal with to, to deal with this, but it's uh, I mean have you seen have you been happy with what you've seen in terms of brands displaying this kind of marketing leadership in Australia? Yeah, look overall, I think almost every brand is doing their bit in helping the community. Um, you know and. and it's, it's, it is about yeah. what brands can offer to the community at this stage. And, you know, a few examples that have stood out for me over the last few weeks have been, you know, there was a phase of a lot of panic buying in Australia. And, um, oh, my goodness, <laughs> toilet, toilet paper. paper. And, you know, just, just a few toilet paper manufacturers coming out with a brand message, um, sort of reassuring the community that there is no need for panic buying. You know, there's there's enough supply and, and you know, really reinforcing the need to think of think of others was I think a really sort of yeah. a good message for the community and for them not to be opportunistic opportunistic was great. Um, you know, another example yeah. of McDonald's sort of arranging your essential grocery items, again, helping. Oh, yeah, I saw that. I saw that. What a, I mean, McDonald's is quite good at, from a brand perspective in pivoting for whatever is happening situationally anyway or whatever they're reading the market. So I, I was surprised, but at the same time wasn't surprised. Yeah, when I and, and I that. love that. And because, they, you know, they're just sort of always nimble enough to move and help out and, you know, that helped reduce some of the load from the supermarket. So it's, it's great to see. Yes, yes. So, yeah, just thinking about, you know, marketing management and marketing leadership. I know we were talking about that the, the leader has this EQ. I mean, is that the main difference that you see between just being a marketing manager and taking that step and being a marketing leader? I always find this question really interesting. And, and the reason being, you know, I don't, I don't think you have to be one or the other, but, but there are a few key differences between being a manager and a leader. I'm, I'm you know, not that far into my leadership journey um, 
and, and what I've learned is that great leadership is actually about focusing on the growth of others. Um, and, and it's less about uh, managing tasks or projects. Um, and I love this. I love this quote right. from Simon Sinek. Um, you know, he says, leadership is not about being in charge. Um, leadership is about taking care of those in your charge. Um, so that that sort of summarizes yes. leadership for me. And I guess the the whole, I guess a you know leaders eat last. Exactly, I've heard as exactly. well. And then I'm a big fan of Simon Sinek in in that respect. But I, I guess a, a, a clear difference between managers and leadership is the expectation um, from them as well. I think managers are expected to be great at managing teams or, or projects and and you know keep them focused and deliver tasks on time, whereas whereas a leader has this ability to sort of nurture, protect, and guide and sort of mentor people over time. And it's it's more about sort of focusing on how individuals can achieve their dreams. And it's less about sort of um, the, the dreams and goals of the individual leader himself or herself. Yeah, I mean, do you think it's hard juggling both? Um, look, I think, again, over over time, you, you, you sort of develop those skills. And, and, you know, I myself, I'm going through a phase where I feel like I need to give back to the community. I'm really keen on working with young marketers and, um, you know, uh, working through what the next generation of, of marketing leadership looks like. So I think over the years, you start off with um, wanting to contribute, wanting to be part of the action, wanting to be at center stage and contributing, and then you move towards helping others and making sure that you you leave a good legacy behind. No, that's... That that's amazing. I mean, it's. I wish more marketing leaders would would behave like that. I mean, there just seems to be, <laughs> there seems to be this disbalance. I mean, especially to do with the education that young marketers are getting. I mean, I've, you know, I've been a marketing manager. I've I've hired graduates out of university, and um, you know, I've you know, I had one graduate who said to me, "I can help you with a marketing plan." You know, it's it's forty. It should be about forty pages, right? And, um, you know, we sit together over a few weeks and we put it together and I'm like, yeah, I'm not sure the education you received in university really matches how we have to be, how we have to juggle everything. Um, you know, I said, you know, my marketing plan is a few pages and it's normally put together and gets adjusted constantly. So, yeah, I do think that there needs to be this those experienced marketers and those marketing leaders who have lived it and seen how marketing should operate now, um, I I think it's completely valuable to get, to give that knowledge back to these younger marketers who who may not be getting the best kind of education to prepare them for what they need yeah, to do. Yeah, absolutely agree. I think that's that's where the role of mentors is really important, and I always encourage young marketers to have a mentor. Uh, you know, and it doesn't have to be at work; it can be anybody outside. But somebody who's who can actually put real context and and perspective in in what's going on out there, um, and then I've been fortunate and lucky enough to have mentors over the past few years, and I continue to do so. And you know that's really helped my um, marketing and leadership journey throughout. No, that's that's brilliant. No, I know I know LinkedIn has like this feature where you can sign up to help. Uh, you know, it says, "Do you want to help those in your industry?" And I've uh, I've signed up to that, and I've met some some great young marketers through that program, and through my workplace as well. I think it's I think it's our obligation, uh, you know, if we're wanting to help young marketers get in there and and understand what it's like to be an agile marketer and a marketer of the future. I think it's so absolutely, important. and I think it's our responsibility as 
at the current generation of marketers to ensure that we put Australia on the global map as well. You know, I'm really, really oh, passionate goodness, about yes. Australia sort of being in the top, you know, five countries that deliver great marketing and, and great advertising and great leadership. So, so anything we can do to sort of contribute towards that is also, you know, our responsibility. That's, <laughs> yeah, you and I are definitely on the <laughs> same page when it comes to this. Uh, yeah, so because obviously there's, I mean, I could talk about technology, but technology is a, is a massive area within itself. I mean, you know, you've had these, all these different tools. And I mean, I think I saw once a, a, a diagram or a Venn diagram or something that displayed all the different marketing tools that marketers could use. And it had almost hundreds on it in terms of how marketing managers can get their work done in terms of CRM, marketing automation, research tools, everything. So I know there is, with all this technology out there, you can't possibly know all of it or even some of it. I mean, what do you think about this role in terms of the marketing technologist? Yeah, interesting question, Fiona. And, and I think with the evolution of, of digital marketing, AI platforms and big data, um, as you rightly mentioned, the number of tools available today to a, to a, to a regular marketer are, are insane. Um, you know, back, back in the day, we used to rely on our agency to come back with a media plan but these days, you know, we have 10 tools on our fingertips that can, that can you know, help us plan better. But I think, the, and that sort of leads yes. into your point around as, as a marketing manager, are you, I guess, ready to adapt all of them? Are you, do you have the capacity to understand each tool uh, to maximize its potential? And I think that's where the role of a marketing technologist has become critical over the last three to five years. Um, Ad tech mm. is moving at a rapid pace um, and it's important for marketing teams to stay up to date. Um, you know, for me personally, yes. the role expands across a few different functions, um, you know, marketing, marketing operations, mm -hmm. playing a key role in understanding consumer behavior, um, really helping with modeling and forecasting demand, um, ensuring that yes. we have the right platforms to run and manage our marketing campaigns and, you know, Again, to new solutions like chatbots, for example, these are all really technical solutions. Um, and well, chatbots are becoming a an area in unto themselves. If you're looking from very very basic chatbots right up to some of the chatbots that are integrated with AI now, are absolutely. Crazy. And I think technologists can help you know non technical marketers um, craft better campaigns and better consumer experiences that effectively sort of leverage all the tools and software and, and data um, that's available these days. Um, and I think... Yeah, I, I get... I was just saying, sorry, I think yeah. in the current situation, the current climate sort of elevates the need for such a role. Yeah, it sure does. Because, I mean, especially with everybody working from home, you know, how are we all sharing technology and using technology as marketing teams? You know, have we thought out those processes properly? You know, are we working as efficiently as we can or does something need to change? Absolutely. And I think, uh, again, we are doing some work in this space around understanding change in consumer behavior. Um, you know, how are they interacting with the brand? Yeah. Um, Actually, I would love to know what work you're doing in this space. What, what work are you doing? Well, obviously, in this space? again, we have access to a number of tools and, you know, uh, we have some awesome agency partners. Um, that are helping us. Mm. You must see some great data. <laughs> That's for sure. And I think it's just, it's just really, again, understanding how 
media consumption is changing and and how people are feeling towards different brands given current climate and and obviously there are a few trends in 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 you know in terms of how people and individuals react to crisis you know you will see um a reduced spending for example people being more conscious on what's a absolute necessity versus what's a good to have and and for brands we we need to be careful True. and sort of uh, keep that sentiment in mind when we you know put focus on new products and a roadmap for the next 12 months um so so there's a lot of in, in, interesting insights around um consumer behavior and media consumption there yeah i bet wow uh, it's, it's funny you say the next 12 months I've I've been so used to thinking week to week, day to day. I completely forgot about the next twelve months. <laughs> yeah, I think I think one of the key things we are looking at is that um, you know when things start to go back to normal, there'll be a lot more appreciation for life and things um, that we considered trivial before COVID nineteen. Um, and and oh I'm goodness, talking about yes. you know going for a for a cheeky drink after work to a pub is is going to turn into a, <laughs> a a new emotional milestone and and I think uh, brands like us and and brands around the world need to make that into an important memory because you know people are craving for that. Um, oh, this is such an opportunity for brands to to start to position themselves ready for when we start to, you know, like you say, enjoy these little things that we never considered before. And, you know, a brand could easily, I mean, well, maybe not easily, but could start thinking now about what role they're going to play. And, in I think, that. and that's the thinking required um, for us to sort of go into that recovery and revival phase. And, you know, one thing, and, and we talk about this a lot internally, is one thing to learn from history uh, and, and previous sort of disasters and crises is that, it, it results into a long-term change in consumer behavior. It is not short-term. Um, you know, people, people, really? and if you look at um, the last global financial crisis, for example, you know, it resulted into brands like Airbnb and, and Uber, where it was less about owning things and more about renting experiences. So, and then that's, that's a behavior that's lasted. True. Um, so, so again, I think there, there are going to be new behaviors and, and new innovation and, and creative solutions to how we consume certain things. And, you know, a classic example is um, infrastructure around learning from home. I think the crisis is forcing us to set up things at home so that we are fully prepared to, to learn and work from oh, home. I tell you, so many businesses were on the back foot. I mean, education, schools and every and so many companies just really did not understand how important being able to pivot to that kind of, you know, situation is in terms of being able to access tools and software and have a process and a system from learning from home and working from Absolutely. home. Absolutely. And, and I think that sort of leads into the point of how do we, and, and brands around the world, how do we you know, encourage digital consumption of, of some of the physical experience that we got so used to. Um, and, and I think sure. that's, that's super exciting. No, it sure is. Um, I, just, I just want to backtrack a little bit because we're talking about technology and I know you are a huge fan of technology. Uh, artificial intelligence, I, you know, it's been this buzzword that's been around for years and it's been growing kind of in the background exponentially and it's been happening and marketing has been driving that a lot. How 
how do you see artificial intelligence, AI, you know, impacting today's marketing manager? Look, I think AI was definitely the buzzword of 2019. Um for sure. Yeah. Um, look, I think technologies like AI and, and AR are fast sort of becoming part of our daily lives and brands as well as, you know, us as marketers need to embrace these um, to, to ensure that we stay relevant and competitive. Um, I believe AI presents really good opportunities to do um, what marketing managers always wanted to do. You know, marketing managers have had, have yeah. always dreamt of, you know, targeting the right customers at the right time with the right message. Yeah, um, oh, would be amazing. AI platforms and, and tools um, do that. They they definitely help with making marketing more effective, more personalized, and and hence more efficient. Um, and and we've done some work at Optus, um, you know, trialing a digital marketing AI platform. And, and without taking names, um, the results have been great. You know, the, the, the opportunity of optimizing campaigns in real time and, you know, finding new audiences as you go is, is an exciting prospect. Hmm. Do, you think, do you think AI adoption for marketers will be in the form of apps and, and around? Absolutely. I think, I think, you know, if you look at examples around the world, uh, brands that are using AI really well to, as part of their sort of core business is, you know, Netflix comes to mind. Um, they've used AI to um, understand what certain individuals are watching, their audience their audiences. better, and, and yeah. suggest and recommend shows and, and, and movies based on that. So I think use of, use of... I was thinking, actually, I was thinking about their algorithm the other day because Netflix is seriously showing me too much of the same. <laughs> Do you, do you know, I watch a couple of shows and then it, some, something about their algorithm suggests that I want to keep watching those exact kind of shows over and over and over yeah, well, again. Yeah, that's the beauty of AI, right? It, it responds to data. Um, <laughs> it responds to data heavily. <laughs> and it's like, okay, yes, I watched the scary show, but now I need something a little more cheery. Come on, suggest to me some yeah, cheery and, and, options. And this is where I think that's a good sort of segue into a lot of people, um, you know, are contemplating whether AI is going to replace um, marketing managers and marketing leadership. And, and, you know, I am a genuine believer that AI, you know, while it's a great tool, is, is not going to replace human beings and human decision-making. Um, and and to, your, to your exact point, it, it is so reactive to data that it might miss uh, external human factors and, and feelings, which are really important in a marketing strategy. Yes. No, I, I've always thought AI is just going to, you know, I think people just wanted to grab headlines when they start writing things like AI is going to take marketing jobs. And, um, I, yeah, it's like, no, seriously, yeah. settle down. I think if we take a step back, I think if we take a step back, we're just going to see that AI is hopefully just going to make marketers' lives a little bit easier. Absolutely. And I think it comes back to the, to the million dollar question of ROI. Um, you know, AI will help yep. improve ROI um, and, and it will become a standard tool that marketing managers use on a day-to-day -day basis. I like that idea. That that sounds fine to me. It doesn't sound like something that's going to kill yeah, me or take over the world. Yeah, <laughs> Oh, good. 
Awesome. Well, then I just wanted to say, so, you know, what this this crisis, I mean, it seems like we're, we're, we're starting to see the light at the end of the tunnel and we're starting to see that we're going to return to some kind of normal, some kind of socially distanced normal. But to you, what do you think is happening now with marketing leadership? I know we talked about the EI and everything, but are, is it heading in that direction? I mean, what is what is marketing management going to look like when we return to the new normal? Yeah, look, I'm, I'm personally really optimistic that, that you know, things will start to revert back to normal um, and sort of people will um, adapt um, to the new normal. I will I will try and answer that by sharing an approach that was recently presented by one of our amazing agency partners where they broke down the crisis into three key phases um, and which I've sort of briefly okay. referenced in our chat, but essentially phase one being about the rapid response. Um, Phase, phase two mm-hmm. being about recovery and phase three being about revival. And, and while uh, yes. you know, there's a lot of uh, talk around the need for good leadership while we're in this rapid response phase, um, I genuinely think it's even more important in the recovery and revival phase, to be honest. Um, you know, as we... What does that look like? What does that look like if you're wanting to be a good marketing leader during that recovery and revival? What yeah, does think, that look like? I think a few key things that that I would personally focus on and, you know, looking at uh, trends globally, there are key three things that would matter as we, as we recover, not just as brands, but also as an economy. I think people, to start with, um, how do we continue our focus on building a team culture that's instilling trust uh, you know, with, with everybody working from home, there's a lot of trust in the team at the moment. And I would like for that to continue. I would like to see uh, wow. brands and, and leadership teams embrace the flexible ways of working, not just because it's a necessity, but because it's a choice. Um, and then... Brilliant. Well, what's the point in having all this technology if we can't use it to to make our lives more flexible exactly and achieve right. more balance? Um Another one from a marketing and brand perspective, I think building building optimism would be key for brands. Um, you know, ensuring that that our brand purpose and, and values align to um, you know the new customer needs, which we sort of spoke about. Um, ensuring that you know um, we continue to sort of disrupt categories, and again, you know, looking at history. Situations like these usually result in an innovation. They usually result in a in a new solution or a new way of consuming a product or a service. The silver lining, silver lining. I think, um, as as brands, it's our duty uh, to sort of keep pushing and and sort of disrupt the category by offering, um, I guess, refreshed um, as well as new experiences that customers will crave for. Um, and I think, lastly, would be. To continue to invest, I think uh, from a from a brand and marketing perspective, um, a learning again from previous crises has been that brands that have invested, you know, and and continue to to build an audience and and have have a strong core um, at at the back um, of everything they do are the brands that come out stronger on the other side. And I think that's so important for the economy to return back to where uh, it needs to be. So I think that will be a key in the revival revival phase for us. Wow, I I love your optimism. I really do. 
it's uh it's uh yeah it's given me renewed hope for that when we come out of this we we can be better we can have a, a better reality in terms of our working life in terms of our marketing and uh and basically people you know looking after each other and and having that extra you know we've all been so busy uh, this is one word that I mean I decided after 20, uh, for 2020 I would refuse to use it because everybody was so busy that we were so busy 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 that we and now this this crisis and this lockdown has kind of forced us to think about actually what's the flip side of being busy is we can make connections again we can have better experiences we can refine our lives we can realize what's really absolutely important. and I think as sad as it is to say this I think this is this is nature's way of sort of um you know calming all of us down globally um from from quote unquote our busy lives um and sort of reflect on yeah. on what's truly important and you know and it's 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 your it's the people around you it's your friends and family and it's it's the fact that uh, you know life and 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 experiences are more important than anything else Absolutely. Well, that's this has been amazing. Um, thank you so much, Akshay, for joining me. Um, if someone wants to reach out to you or ask you any questions or get in touch, what's the, what's the yeah, best look, way to um, find you? Thanks for having me again, Fiona. It's, it's been wonderful chatting to you. Um, I'm really passionate about leadership and then the current situation um, sort of presents a really good opportunity for us to all step up and do our bit to, to help others around us. Um, uh, I'm available on LinkedIn. I'm my full name is Akshay Sardana and, and please if anybody has any questions feel free to reach out great great no I'll, I'll, I'll put a link a link to your LinkedIn on the uh, on the episode page anyway but again thank you a thousand times thank you I hope I hope you uh you keep your optimism through this and and become a shining beacon out the other side because uh, we're no, going to need you it and, I, and, and thank you for doing your bit in in helping others through this period as well so yeah keep up the good work and, and take care of yourself Thanks. Cool. Thank you, Akshay. So thanks for listening. If you like the show, please leave a rating or review on iTunes. Also, please visit thismarketinglife.com to view the show notes and subscribe to future episodes. I would love your feedback. If you have any burning questions on marketing management, you can ask on the website, through Twitter, on the Facebook page, or just email me at hi at thismarketinglife.com. I'm Fiona McEachran. Until next time, keep marketing.